0: Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura.
1: Happy Football Friday, everybody. Nathan Zagura with you. Bo Bishop joining our number two. Gibbe along for the ride. But we are going to start today's show in spectacular fashion. That's right. We are going to the Twisted Tea Hotline, brought to you by Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea, an official sponsor of the Cleveland Browns. Keep it twisted. Cleveland, we bring in a man who loves football, a man who has a tremendous zest for life and a zest for linebacker play. We welcome in. Browns linebacker coach and great friend of the show, Jason Tarver. Coach, how are you today? Doing great. Well thank you Surviving for being with wind. us here. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, how great is to,
2: great to hear your voice as always.
1: Thank you. It's great to have my voice at least mostly back after a little bit of a rough week for me, but ready to go as they say. It's next man up, and and nowhere has that been more true than for you in your room. I mean, you think about coming into the season, the top four linebackers, were going to be Anthony Walker, Jacob Phillips, Jeremiah Owusu-Kormo, Sione Takitaki. All four are currently on injured reserve for you, coach. You brought in a veteran, Dion Jones. Tony Fields has stepped up. Kanashik has stepped up. You know you bring in Reggie Ragland, Jermaine Carter. What's it been like? Is this is this one of the craziest years for you and your coaching tenure in terms of injuries?
2: Uh, yeah, when you say next man up, that's what we're living. Um, but I've been impressed. Our guys just work, and they're they're fun to be around. And they're working together and helping each other. Yeah, they are. What's great progress?
1: Speaking of progress, we'll get to Deion Jones in a second, but what about Tony Fields? You know, he had that great game against the Houston Texans, the pick six, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery. Last week, a career high six tackles in the game against the Ravens. Uh, How has our fifth round pick from 2021 progressed, and, and what's made him become really an effective member of this defense?
2: Tony's learned how to go one play at a time which sounds easier than it is. And he's really listened and taken feedback. And that's allowed him to stay in the moment. He makes adjustments now to things that happened. He wasn't perfect in the first drive, for example, last week. But then when things happen again, he was in better and better spots throughout the game.
1: How about Dion Jones? You know, he was a pro bowler in 2017. He's got 500 tackle seasons. He's come in, you know, really debuted against Baltimore in week seven. In his eight games here, two and a half sacks, four tackles for loss, 32 tackles, three passes defense and interception against the Bengals. I mean, his two and a half sacks are second on the team, tied for second with Taven Bryan, which is just a wild stat when you really think about it. But what has Debo kind of brought to it? And now he's a guy who you have out there basically every snap.
2: Yeah, he's gotten more and more comfortable. He had been on IR so he didn't have a lot of practice time until he got here. But he he knows the scheme and you can just see him become more and more confident. One of the things that we work on together is setting his feet at the top of drops. He's incredibly quick and he feels the pass game really well. Yep. So his ability to when he sets up to break when quarterback throws is just even getting better
1: yeah and it's fun to see we mentioned the interception he had a pass defense last week how about his sacks though did you realize he was such a good blitzer and, and what's made him so effective getting to the quarterback
2: well he he when he runs he knows he has a great feel for bodies and how people move around him yep. and he's quick so he can slip and slide through things and he can, in space, he can really close ground. So a couple of the sacks have been him closing ground, like the one last week. The quarterback tried to get out of the pocket. They ran him down, which was awesome.
1: He did. Tyler Huntley's not going to forget that. Uh, I got to tell you, Reggie Ragland, when I saw him, I almost did a triple take. He is a mountain of a man. A guy who's played a lot of football, 47 starts in the league, almost 300 career tackles. Uh, is he somebody that we're going to see more of as this season goes on, the former early round pick out of Alabama?
2: It's uh, it's not easy when you move to a new organization or you come off one team to a practice squad, even when sure. you're a veteran. So Reggie's been impressive, especially this week in practice. It's like learning a new language. So he he's repeating plays to himself, and, and this week, which could be a very much running and quick passing game if they even throw tomorrow, Yep, <laughs> we're going to need him. And we're excited to see what he does.
1: So let's talk about this game. You, I know you spent some time out there. By the way, I was watching the, uh, the Lute Olsen documentary on CBS Sports Network, which was reliving some of the great memories of my youth as, a, as an Arizona basketball fan. And, of course, it, it covered one of the great memories you have, but not one of my favorites when, for the first time ever, a 15-seed defeated a 2-seed, and that was Santa Clara with Steve Nash yeah, sure. defeating the Arizona Wildcats, of course. Uh, but you're, you spent a lot of time out in California. I know you've been here for a while, but this weather has a chance to be a unique one. Is this is this looking like if if what they're saying is true and what we're experiencing right now, honestly, is true? Tomorrow, would this be the craziest weather game that you've been a part of?
2: Yeah, I've been fortunate enough to be in quite a few. Uh, one time, we were in pregame at Seattle on Thursday night football, and there was so much rain that the field turf was actually rising up. <laughs>
1: oh my god that was
2: wild uh lambo field playoff times are wild but this one with the wind is going to be because that thing's just going to swirl trying to figure out how the wind's going to go is going to be impossible
1: you mentioned but, it earlier yeah, you and it, go ahead go ahead no you go ahead coach
2: oh i was just going to say yeah you know Santa Clara, that was awesome that was the year right before i got there steve is uh a year older than me, so to be able to be there at the time and and, uh, know him and watch him work was amazing.
1: Yeah, it was, that was historic, a historic upset at the time right there for the Santa Clara team over the Arizona Wildcats. All right. You mentioned that the weather's going to be crazy. And you also mentioned earlier, you know, they may not throw the ball and that's possible. Andy Dalton's playing very well for them, but the conditions may be such that they may not throw the ball. And you'd say, well, for some teams, that would be a problem for the saints team. They can be really creative. They'll use two, three tight ends. They'll use an extra offensive lineman. Last week, 24 of their 55 snaps, they had Trevor Penning out there, who's a 6'7", 325-pounder, their first-round pick out of northern Iowa. But they've got Taysom Hill. And Taysom Hill is the second-leading rusher on their team. He can also throw the ball. We saw that last week through a 68-yard touchdown to Rashid Shahid. When he's on the field – what challenges does he present? And in a game like this, are, are we expecting to see, you know, a lot of Taysom Hill at quote-unquote quarterback?
2: Yeah, I think they do. First, they do a great job using all their personnel. And they have for years. Um, you know, the head coach, Dennis Allen, is. I was the defensive coordinator at the Raiders, so we know him well, Coach Woods and I. And he wants to use everybody who's active to the best of their ability in each football game. So that's a challenge. And they sub personnel every play a lot, like you said, with the extra linemen yep. and extra backs and the quarterback. When you're defending number seven, you it is 11-on-11 11 11 football. What I mean is he can run or he can throw, but you got to have him accounted for on all the quarterback powers and the different runs that they run with him. So they have lots of different ways – um, to attack the defense, different run schemes that can be different on every single play.
1: You know, last week we talked about how the Ravens, that, off, that their offensive style really challenges linebackers. I feel like this one will also, because of Hill, and if they do throw it, you know, they don't have a Lave, they don't have our good friend Jarvis Landry. Alvin Kamara out of the backfield is one of the most prolific receiving backs since entering the league in 2017, he's number one in running back reception yards, number two in receptions, and number two in receiving TDs. What challenges do Kamara present in, in, in a game like this? If they do throw it, it feels likely that he would be one of the top targets in the passing game.
2: Yeah, and, and you could see it a little bit on the game last night with not quite the conditions, but you could see Jacksonville basically run it, run bootlegs, and run quick throws. Yep to control the ball as long as they could. So I think in these conditions, that's what the game plans will be. I don't know. I'm not going to tell any secrets about our side, but (laughs) on their side, definitely if they can throw it at all, it'll be screens, quick throws, bootlegs, um, slant flats, you know, what, what everybody calls lion dragon concepts. It'll be those kind of throws that can be, uh, direct and on the line to try to combat the wind
1: right to not get in the wind and so we talked about Kamara they also have Juwan Johnson who is a former wide receiver converted to tight end and I'll tell you what he's been on a tear coach seven touchdowns he had two last week seven receiving touchdowns all since week seven only Travis Kelsey has more at the tight end position it feels like he's a guy that knows how to get open and then after the catch he seems to be very dangerous
2: the more you watch him on video you're impressed he's getting better yeah so that is a challenge for our guys. We've we've taken a look at how he runs routes and in what areas of the field he gets the ball. But he is, uh, he is a vertical target that can go up and get it.
1: He is, and he has done that effectively. All right, on a lighter note, Coach, for you, you sound like you've been, have you been under the weather a little bit this week. Your voice sounds like mine was a couple days ago.
2: No, mine's just scratchy because uh, we had our Zoom meetings this morning because we, we did our meetings online. Yeah, and you know we were we were talking a lot, and so I I wore my voice out voice out in the meetings with the guys.
1: <laughs> Listen, we need you for tomorrow, Coach. You're gonna, we're going to need you to be loud out there in, in the cold tomorrow. But okay, good. Well, I'm glad oh, that yeah, you're feeling me. okay. All right, do you have any <laughs> any big Christmas traditions in, in the Tarver household?
2: Well, you no, know, the, the our boys the. Uh, They love their stockings still. So no matter how old they get, they both run down to get their stockings. That's that's pretty awesome.
1: That's the first thing. So do you have to make sure that there's really good stuff in the stockings? It's not just we're going to get you some stocking stuff because you love the stocking, but it's got to be they want, like, actual good stuff in the stocking?
2: Oh, yeah. Santa does a good job with that.
1: Santa. Santa. Santa's undefeated, Coach, and so (laughs) are you as a great friend of this program. (laughs) Thank you so much for uh, for giving us some of your time today, and and best of luck tomorrow against the Saints. Stay warm down there. Do you have? I know on the bench, it people don't realize how effective they are at heating that bench area, but still, be be warm down there. Be safe down there, Coach.
2: Yeah, the heated benches. I give to the players. I don't. I don't need it.
1: No, but you got we'll in be, the area. We'll just, be, right. just kind of those we'll the be jet engines that. that are throwing off that heat. It feels like it keeps kind of like a wall of like seventy degrees down there.
2: Well, that's awesome, and then our guys do a great job with our heated benches too. So I think think our sideline people do a great job for us.
1: Yes, shout-out to Brad Mellon and his great staff there. All right, Coach, you have a great rest of your day. Rest that voice up because we're going to need you hollering to get this defense ready to go out there and shut down the New Orleans Saints tomorrow.
2: Yes, sir, glad you feel better. We'll talk to you soon. All right,
1: thank you so much, Coach. Merry Christmas to you and your family. I'll see you tomorrow at the game. Uh, When we come back here, we've got a lot going on on the program for you today. We've got the game day forecast for you in the next one. Gibbe and I are going to react a little bit to the Jags and the Jets last night. Plus, we've got a very special interview from our community relations department with the vice president of the Browns Foundation, Renee Harvey, the vice president of C.R. Jenner-Tekancic. That's coming your way at the bottom of the hour. 2 o'clock, we've got some guests to spread. 2.15 over-unders, 2.30, a little segment we like to call the scores. And of course, Bo will be in with us for the second hour. Uh, Before we take a break, though, real quickly, some roster updates for you from this morning. The Browns have officially activated center Ethan Posick from IR to make room on the roster. They have waived center Greg Mance. The team has also elevated linebacker Tate Davis to the active roster. He will be, of course, featured prominently on special teams. Last week, as a matter of fact, Tate Davis had three special teams tackles, so he is excellent at that. All right, So here we go, getting ready. Browns and the Saints tomorrow, Christmas Eve. Hope everybody's staying warm out there. It is nuts. It reminds me of Hoth. I stole that from Bo from a text earlier, but he was spot on. For those of you who have seen Empire Strikes Back, that's what it feels like right now uh, around Cleveland. So everybody be safe out there, and we'll be back with more Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. There's a
1: new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns with the help of your favorite four legged companion, Barking Backers. Presented by Milkbone as the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at barkingbackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. Gibba! Hi. First off, Jack Conklin reportedly signed an extension with the Browns four years, $60 million, reported by Adam Schefter. Uh, beat reporters have said that they have gotten confirmation from the team. As you know, with the Browns, until that pen is on the paper, we will not have an official statement on it. But what a great thing for for Jack Conklin, who worked so hard to come back from that devastating injury a year ago and has been playing very well for the Browns. In fact, at right tackle, he has been become now one of the top pass-blocking tackles in the league this season at Pro Football Focus, Pro Bowl alternate. He's given up just two sacks all season and just 12 pressures all season long. He's actually been pretty elite for the Cleveland Browns at that right tackle spot uh, in terms of his pass blocking. Last night, Jags 19-3 over the Jets, and really I think the story was Zach Wilson, how bad he was, but how much it felt like the Jets fans delighted in booing him. It was it was kind of crazy to watch, him
3: Right from the get-go. Right from the get-go, they were on him. They were booing him. I, I left the facility last night after the Stefanski show. I think I got in the car about 8.30. And, like, the opening series, you could even hear, like, Ian Eagle was calling the game for national radio, and he's like, this is amazing, but, like, it's his first series, and they're booing him off the field.
1: And he actually played pretty well the week before. I mean, he he threw a great pass that got him and a chance to hit a game-tying field goal. Zerline missed it, but, yeah, like they were booing if he threw it. last night
3: he was trash, though.
1: Oh, he was awful. I mean, couldn't have been worse. That game was awful. Brutal. Brutal. The Jags are good. Unfortunately, I was playing against Evan Ingram in fantasy, so that wasn't great since he had, he probably had the best game of anybody. And, hey, ETN, would you mind getting in the end zone? I was also playing against Lawrence. Would you mind getting in the end zone so he can't just sneak it in? Like,
3: By it, the way, he had to leave the game at one point, and I was like, man, I wonder if Z started him.
1: No, I tra- he was in the trade to the Miz. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but I feel like he didn't score because he was mad that I traded him, and then Trevor Lawrence got that little cheapo quarterback sneak. But it's all right. Kalen needed. called his own number. Yeah, Kayla needed that, so that was good for her. Uh, our game day forecast brought to you by Carrier, a partner of the Cleveland Browns. Tomorrow, cloudy with a temperature around ten. Should feel like negative nineteen with wind gusts reaching up to fifty miles an hour. Again, if you are going to this game, be smart, be safe. It, it, this sounds completely—it it sounds crazy out there. So dress warm, come out there and, and cheer on your Cleveland Browns. But it's be safe. I think that is that is first and foremost.
3: Yeah, don't be don't be drunk guy with your shirt off. Like I'm I'm not kidding. I was outside today. I had a shovel, you know, it 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 drifted right in front of the door. Had to get the dogs out. I mean, I I was outside for like 10 minutes and my feet were numb. I mean, it is it is no joke out there. I think I passed 6 cars between my house and the facility. Jeez. I yeah. mean, there's nothing it, it it is it is it is hot. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it is uh, it is not great out there at all. It, it's pretty awful. And just be, like, I've gone. I, I watched something this morning, one of the local morning shows. Yeah. Guy had a Miller Lite. I think he put poured a, it. So, he had a beer of some kind. He poured it into a glass. It took one hour to totally freeze, the entire thing.
1: That's with alcohol in there.
3: Wow. Yeah. Beer That's slushies, a- baby. We love it. I used to love those games. Now I'm old, and I'm like, Phew, it's going to be brutal tomorrow. <laughs> it is going to be we'll brutal We'll see if tomorrow. the windows are open or not tomorrow.
1: Yeah, it sounds like we're, cooler heads are prevailing, which is makes me very happy. Uh, as far as keys to the game go, give a, why, don't you, why don't you give me a key to this game, and then I'll give you one as well.
3: Well, I, I believe it's the same key that I, I will uh, partake in an hour from now, and it's called run the damn ball. Um, and, and by that – like, let it be by committee. If we got to run three guys out there tomorrow, if Dearness needs to get some carries, if we need to spread it out, so be it. you got Posick back. That yep. offensive line is starting to hum a little bit. Everybody, everything's starting to gel around Deshaun Watson. Let Watson run. Let the running backs run. Because at the end of the day, defense doesn't know where you're going in this type of weather, but you do as an offense. Run the ball. Take the time off the clock. Let's get a nice two-hour and fifty-eight-minute game in. Oh, let's you're going to run it.
1: There's no doubt. I don't think there's really going to be a choice. You're going to have to run it. I think Watson will be a big part of the run game. I think Chubb, Hunt, Diernest, even Jerome Ford. I think it's going to be all hands on deck. Some creative things getting the receivers the ball. You know, in the run game, giving them an opportunity to carry the ball because this weather is going to be untenable for a drop back passing game or certainly a vertical passing game. I would think maybe you'll take a shot here or there, but. It's going to be very, very challenging to throw the ball. So I think you're right. It's it's about running. And, and to me, more even a kind of maybe a broader category than just running is it's going to be about toughness. This game is going to be about who, <coughs> who wants it more, you know, who is willing to just physically deal with the elements, deal with the pain and, and know that. You know, a four-yard play might be a great play. And can you, who's the team that's going to be able to fight for that extra yard? Who's going to be the team that's going to be able to deny their opponent that extra yard? Because I think that team is the team that's going to ultimately win this game. I go back to that Raiders game a couple years ago. They out us. They took it to us at the point of attack. And they beat us when you couldn't really throw the ball that day. And so that, that cannot happen to the Browns in this one. This is a physical Saints team. They could be physical. They got Taysom Hill, so I think the Browns. It's incumbent upon them to match that physicality and be play some bully ball. The Browns have to be bullies, and then you got to just take care of the ball. If if we don't turn it over, we're going to win this game.
3: Yeah, because they are going to. I, I feel confident that we we can we can get a few turnovers, a few takeaways tomorrow. I, I would say the other the other like the linebacker position, Coach Tarver. Like, they had a great week last week, and they've been playing really well. Another big challenge here because you know they're going to run it. And, and trying to figure out how to slow down Taysom Hill is going to be the big challenge of the day. And if you can limit him, yeah, I think you've got a real chance to win this one. It's
1: going to be on the linebackers, it's going to be on the guys up front, but I think it's also going to be on the corners. You know, Denzel Ward, Greg Set Newsom the edge. in the slot. Delpit John Johnson and Delpit and John Johnson last week had 18 tackles combined, Uh forced fumble, fumble recovery, a pass defense, two tackles for loss. They were sensational. We're going to need those safeties to be big time again. All right. When we come back, we're going to hear from Brown's Pro Bowl. You want to do it now? End. You want to do it right now? All right. We'll do yeah, it right let's now. Let's do it now. Let's do it now then for the man who made the third straight Pro Bowl, the fourth of his career, 13 and a half sacks on the season, 65 pressures. He has been absolutely sensational. Miles Garrett, he was at the podium
4: yesterday. I don't control the weather. Are we ready? So, Whatever I got, we got to plan. You know, strap up, you know, put your extra sleeves on, wear your leggings, whatever you got to do. But you, know, you can't be worried about that. You got an opponent ahead and you got to go one and up. It's one of those games you hope the offense goes on nice.
3: 14, 16-play drive, chew up about something like,
4: and yeah. I'm going to go out there and make plays. I don't care how cold, it's you know, Whether my fingers hurt or toes toes cold, whatever it is, you know, We go out there and play the game and be love. Do you have to get your
5: strength back after not feeling well the past couple
4: of days? It'll come back. You know. Hopefully the sun comes out and I can get, get some, some rays on me. I'll be good. I know we
3: talk about the other team running the ball every week, but if it's a game where they run it, a bunch of beachheads the cold. Is that something you guys are ready for? How
4: do you prepare for that? Yeah, I mean, we're ready for it. I mean, they're expecting the same thing. It's so just a victims circumstance in this case. So, I mean, both teams are going to be dealing with it. And I think we're both prepared to, to do what we have to to play that kind of game. If so we get a lead, they won't have a choice, even with the conditions.
3: Miles, does the, uh, a cold day, does it favor them? offensive tackle
2: and the
4: defensive end in passing situations are—is that important? <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends. You know, sometimes when you get off the ball quick, you know, you end up slipping. And then you know, if you're able to get a good you know, get off and you know, get on the guy's chin, he's gonna fall you know, on his ass or he's gonna slip. So it just really depends on you know, who gets the uh, good jump initially. Miles,
3: less
1: Four games. You guys have been really good at closing games out fourth quarter. You, it, it seems like you, you, I mean, especially last week. What is it about this defense over the last four weeks that you guys have
4: gotten to be such good closers in, in that regard? Takeaways. Takeaways early on and uh, you know, playing playing with that edge. I mean, once you, once you, you have that little confidence booster, you see that you're playing complementary with the you know, the offense. Yeah, they they're they're they going play. down. And they're scoring points and putting points on the board and. And uh, you're going back and forth. You know, it just—it's a natural rhythm that you become accustomed to, it's easier to to go down there and make stops, knowing that you know, they're going to go down and, and make a, a big play. Dallas, how you feel about making I mean, It feels good. I'm never going to take it for granted. I don't care how many times I'm, I'm in it. So, I mean, I know, you know Joel has more than me. I know he's just as grateful, or more. Because you, I mean. all all that work uh, you know you're just glad that people take it uh pay attention to it and really take it to heart because at the end of the day it's it's not guaranteed you you might get injured one year you might just might not make it i mean there's some guys that feel like i snubbed on other teams you just, you just never know. So you just be grateful for the, the privilege to play in the Pro Bowl. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't come around often for a lot of guys. And mm-hmm. think, uh, so
5: you keep stacking uh, Pro Bowls like this uh, and continue to have these great seasons? ultimately Hall uh, of fame uh, is what it usually leads to. I mean, do you
4: feel like you're on that track? <laughs> so. Well, in my opinion, I probably should have five, but... Uh, is what it is, but you know I, that that is definitely the, the the route I think I'm I'm headed if I can continue, you know, the pace that I'm on and things that I'm doing. And I'm not saying I'm I'm there yet. Uh, I definitely don't have a, a a gold jacket career at the moment. But you know, if I continue what I'm doing, pick up the pace, and uh, you know, keep on, continue to, to lead and be a good teammate, I think that that could be in my future. But. I have a a long way to go. Is
3: it going to be strange with this Pro Bowl not actually playing a game? Do you like that
0: idea or? or?
4: What are we supposed to be doing? I need someone to explain that to me. Because I don't know if we're doing a little dodgeball, if we're doing a little push the weight, doing military training out there, and they got a little obstacle course or whatever. You know? When I first started, it was like, okay, you can hit guys, but it's not too hard. In that last game, it was it was like I saw someone get down by, you know, 2 hand touch, so I'm not sure where we're going with that. Maybe, maybe you know, it'll come back in the future, but I, I'm not sure you know, how it's, it's going to go, how i react to it. I guess I'll see when I get there. It's
0: really like a flag football game. That's good.
4: I mean, that's great for, you know, skilled guys and, and quarterbacks and all that, but, uh, that's you get a little bit left out if it's a flag football. What do
3: you think about Casey uh, Hill as a
4: runner and then the threat he uh, might throw it in most We got a big dual threat quarterback in, uh, in our division here. So um, he's probably right at home with uh, comfortability. But you know, he is uh, uh, you know, a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger. being able to to run between the tackles a little bit more aggressively and uh i mean a guy can make you know throws with the arm he is very talented very athletic but uh, i think we have what it takes just damn to you know see those guys know twice a year seeing the huntley seeing the uh lamars and even even guys like uh like Pickett who we'll see soon enough is, is similar to uh So, I think we we have what it takes to to, uh, put a good display on With
5: Jarvis coming back, what did Jarvis mean to to this locker room in in terms of helping turn things around and change the Uh
4: culture? I think he was an outstanding leader. He was a a great teammate, a wonderful friend, and was unfortunate to see him go. I wasn't wasn't happy to see that. Glad to see him back in the building for for any reason. Uh, I mean, he meant a lot you know, towards the coach, especially on the side of the ball, playing with him, you know, a swagger and attitude and uh, always about his business. And it just, you know, you could always tell that it meant a lot to him. And he tried to instill that in others. So you know, I think that, that goes around with the whole organization when you have a guy like that.
3: How important is it
4: to end the home season on a good note? It just good to end the season on a good note, whether it's home or away. You you want to end up one and zero, so I mean that's that's our goal, no matter where we are.
6: How much more? You mentioned Lamar seeing Lamar uh, two
4: times a
1: year. How much more since you've come into the league have quarterbacks
3: kind of being a plus one in the run game become more and more commonplace from where
4: it was, you know, your rookie season early in your career. It seems like, you know, everyone's trying to find someone who can do both, uh, and that's where the game's going. I mean, you just have to be able to be careful. Uh, you got you know, some guys who you know, are a little different, like and Lamar, you have the bigger guys like uh, like Josh and, and Taysom. And, you know, you still have you know, your pocket passers, but you know, it seems like they're they're becoming a dying breed. Uh, so, it's really becoming like a, a really multi-layered uh, backfield and what everyone can do and you know, then the threats they can that you can face you know from week to week with you know who's back there and then you have like multiple guys can, like taste who's not the, the starter but can come in. So seeing all those different threats you have to be able to, to make a game plan for each and every one of them and study study all of them and give them each uh, the appropriate uh, respect. I mean you uh, guys
2: now you have found a guy that can do both. Well. So, how exciting is that to think have one of those guys?
4: We do have one of those guys. We can do it at a high level. And, I mean, it's fun to watch. You know, it's fun to watch on the other side, even. You know, when, when you're on the, the sideline, when, when you watch on you know, TV, it's, 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 you know, it's nice to, to appreciate you know, a guy doing that, doing at such a high level and, and playing so well. But, uh, no, but it's also exciting to, to be able to you know, attack and take away a guy like that. To, to impose your will on an offense who's being led by someone who has that, that level of talent.
1: All right, that's Browns defensive end Miles Garrett talking at the podium as he gets ready for the Browns and the Saints. And you heard Taysom Hill come up. I think he's going to be a big factor in this game. The Browns have got to be able to shut him down. Rumkey Waste and Recycling is a family-owned and operated company. Whether you join us as a customer or as an employee, you'll be a part of the family. Visit www.rumkey.com to learn more. When we come back, we're going to hear about some of the good that the Browns have done in the community. Ten days of giving this holiday season. That's coming up next here on Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: All right, 10 days of giving we told you. So important to the Cleveland Browns to talk to you all about what the Browns were able to accomplish and what impact they've been able to have on the community this holiday season. Take a listen. I sat down earlier this week with Browns Foundation Vice President Renee Harvey and Vice President of Community Relations Jenner Ticansik. Very happy now to be joined by Jenner Takancic, Vice President of Community Relations for the Cleveland Browns, and Renee Harvey, the Vice President of the Cleveland Browns Foundation. Ladies, it is great to be with both of you. It's the holiday season, and one of the biggest things every year for the Cleveland Browns is the annual 10 Days of Giving that ran from December 6th through the 15th this year. Jenner, what were we trying to accomplish there? What did we accomplish in the 10 Days of Giving?
6: Uh, Well, throughout the entire month of December, there is so much that is happening off the field when it comes to the players and the organization giving back. And over the years, we've um, designed what we call 10 days of giving, as you mentioned, and it's truly just that. For 10 consecutive days, we are making special announcements that celebrate our fans, celebrate um, the work that's being done by our players, by our coaches, by the team and the local community, and also the integration with some of our corporate partners. So it's really, truly just every day something different, and we're just really excited to always be able to have the opportunity to celebrate that
1: yeah and it started with day one joel batonio was named the browns walter payton man of the year nominee and what what is it meant to have him involved in the community and everything that we're doing because i feel like every event that i go to He's there. And, you know, you see sometimes you see the young guys, but when you're the longest-tenured Brown, you're the four-time Pro Bowler, and you're still that important to you, I think that's pretty special.
6: Yeah, to kick off 10 Days of Giving with Joel Batonio and the big announcement that he is the role model on and off the field, Um, He gets always given back and has really created his own legacy for what him and his wife Courtney have done in the local community. So to kick off 10 Days of Giving, we announced that he is the Walter Payton Cleveland Browns Man of the Year and his range and body of work from giving back through the Cleveland Browns Foundation, through their Stay in the Game network, to a kid, again, who helps terminally ill children, to the Adapted Football Program. I mean, the, the range of stuff he has been involved with is just really remarkable, um, and then his support of the Greater Cleveland Food Bank. So we kicked it off with him just in a myriad of different areas that he's focused on in the community. All of the stuff that the Browns do,
1: it's clear that this is not just a holiday season thing, even though we have the 10 days of giving. me something that's important year-round, and it starts at the very top of our organization with the Haslams. And so I think maybe to give a little perspective on this, Jenner and Renee, Why is this so important to this organization? And for you guys who are at the front lines and dealing with this every day, you know, what's been the most gratifying part about it?
6: Uh, I would say the most gratifying part about 10 Days of Giving and just being part of the Cleveland Browns organization is what you said, it starts at the top. Um, D. Jimmy, um, Whitney, and JW, they're incredible owners. And, and you know, we really want to build a consistently winning football team, but off the field our fans are so important, and giving back to the um, community has a laser focus for all of us. And uh, 10 Days of Giving just puts that cherry on top for, like, everything that we want to do and um, really stand for. So from education to social justice to youth football, um, we really want to make sure that we are inspiring others, helping others, and maybe um, through our 10 days of giving and creating the awareness that we are, that other people, too, will want to give back in different ways and do something for the Northeast Ohio region.
1: Yeah, and Renee, for the say in the Game and the Cleveland Browns Foundation, all of that affecting, you know, young people, making sure they're in school so that they can have productive lives later. It's pretty cool.
5: It, yeah, it is. I think we're really fortunate as uh, employees of the organization that, that we have owners, to Jenner's point, that are so serious about their impact in the community, not just doing things um, for optics, but they're very, very serious about making sure that what we do has an impact and drives change. Um, And I don't know that you see that everywhere. And so I do feel that we're very fortunate to be able to do that and to leverage our brand. Um, You know, they really do see the organization as a steward. Uh, You know, they see themselves as a steward for this franchise, which is really owned by the community. So excited that we really get uh, the opportunity to do what we can to support others in our Community and and hope uh, that we can make our entire community stronger.
1: Yeah, we've talked a little about education. You mentioned social justice. What have the Browns been doing in in the social justice arena?
6: Through social justice, we um, one of the new programs that we started or partnerships we started was with JumpStart, which is a Cleveland-based organization that really encourages um, support and development of Black and minority-owned businesses. And we had our fourth and culminating event this year. And this this year, and it was in December, and, um, you know, D. Haslam was on site, as we mentioned, like the ownership is very involved and really wants to truly give back, but through this um, competition that we had, it was a pitch competition, if you will, and um, we had presentations and a panel of judges who heard from local businesses who had just completed a 12-week program um, to really um, learn learn more about how to develop their business. And one business was awarded $10,000. And just to see the delight and the excitement um, for this winner, and then all the other recipients who also got a cash prize as well to help with their business, it was really rewarding. And we really just want to make sure we're helping um, companies and organizations thrive in our local market.
1: Then we talked about youth football as well, kind of what's happened this year, and what strides have happened in youth football, how the season go, and what have we accomplished?
6: Yeah, one of our primary focuses for the Cleveland Browns is to lead the advancement of youth in high school football. So during 10 days of giving, um, we were really proud to announce to the Lou Groza Titans Youth Football Program that we provide them with all brand new helmets for the upcoming season. So wow. that was that was really fun for the families involved because, you know, putting on that shiny new helmet to start your football season is always really special. And, um, you know, and there was a shortage for helmets across the country, um, you know, just from a production. So to be able to give that and help them prepare for the season was great. And then in addition, um, we have our Coach of the Year program, which is, um, you know, we recognize 10 different coaches throughout the year as our Coach of the Week recipients, and we're Able to announce, um, you know who our coach of the year was, and we're really proud um, to have recognized head coach of St. Ignatius, Coach Kyle. He just finished his legacy career, if you will. Hall of Fame. Um, Not only has he, you know, led a lot of winning teams, but he has truly inspired scholar athletes and really, really, truly helped develop um, and continues to help develop. um, football at the youth level and throughout so I'm really proud to have him as the Cleveland Browns representative and of course there were so many deserving coaches that were part of the um, selection process but as we know um, only one could win.
1: That's right. And, and certainly, uh, as you mentioned, an illustrious Hall of Fame career. There might not be another one like Coach Kyle in the Cleveland area. All right. So 2022 comes to a close. We had the 10 days of giving a great success there. And I know you guys are on to 2023 now. So yes. Renee, I'll start with you. How do we take the next step? What are the goals for 2023 for the Cleveland Browns Foundation?
5: Uh Great question. So we have 17 school districts currently in network and our goal is to increase um, by hopefully at least 10 districts. Um, This continues to be an issue in terms of addressing barriers to attendance. So we hope to grow um, and gain more partners in the work Um, and we're really starting to gain momentum and changing that mindset shift that we need to see um, so that it's a positive conversation around attendance instead of negative. So
6: really excited for things ahead.
1: All right, and in the community, Jenna.
6: Yeah, and in the community, um, I think we'll always um, be here to support our players in the organization and the community for how we can give back. Um, As we round up the holiday season here, you know, it's really nice to see, I think, the whole area back where we sit is just full of gifts because so many players and coaches and teammates were um, supporting families through Adopt-A-Family. And to know that 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 spirit of generosity um, will continue into 2023 is something we're really looking forward to. We will Um, continue to help um, support education, as Renee mentioned, youth football, high school football, social justice programming, and really inspire everyone to just give back, um, whether they live here in the Cleveland market or across the country or internationally. There is a way that we can all make a difference, and we hope everyone makes a commitment to do that in the new year.
1: How could they do it if they're listening and they say, you know what, this is, you've moved me. Yes. I'd like to get involved. Yes, what would be the yes. easiest way to do I that? I
6: would definitely say there's a couple steps you can take. First, follow us at clevelandbrowns.com on the website. That's where you can find all the that's more right. in depth um, information that you need. We also have social media accounts. We have at Browns Give Back, which is Twitter as well as Instagram. And then we're also on Facebook. And if you're really interested in specifically in youth football, follow Browns Youth FB um, on Twitter and you'll see everything that's up and coming. and um, – We hope you join us and and, and really do what you can to get back.
1: Well, we certainly appreciate all the work that you both do and that this organization does. So Jenner, Renee, thank you so much for the time. Happy holidays and go Browns.
6: Go Browns. Appreciate it.
1: All right. And that's the stuff that, you know, We all care about so much about what's going on clearly on the football field, right? And justifiably so. But this is something that this organization does, and it comes right from the very top, from the Haslam. It's been so important for them to give back and to be a part of this community and to make it better. Then they found it, and I think that is something that that they do that is very special, and it's something they do that is very admirable, and uh, it's one of those things that makes you very proud to be a part of the organization when you know they're out there doing things like that and getting involved to the degree that they are. So awesome stuff there. Kudos and uh good 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 work there from Jenner and Renee and, and good words there and something again to be proud of for our football team and, and in this community making a difference every holiday season for people that need it. And it's not just the holidays, it's year-round, making sure kids get to school, making that sure that you know they're eliminating or working to eliminate the digital divide to give every child, you know, the best access to a successful life that they possibly can. And I think that's something very important and it's something that is very special and it's something that certainly is is not lost on me after you know a decade with the Cleveland Browns that that is a priority it is expected of everybody to be involved to give 10 and, and to go above and beyond that every single year and see you know all the gifts that were in our building for families from players from staff members coaches from you know just and then we had our giving tree that we got to be a part of it was just it was awesome it, it warms the heart so awesome stuff there very happy to see it and uh, excited about that I'm also excited about the second hour of the show because we've oh. got all of your oh favorites. Boy. All of your favorites crammed into one hour. We've got guess the lines, we've got over unders, we've got the scores, and I've done a good job, Gibbe, because I know you always put the scores in at the bottom, so I have not even looked at the scores because I don't want any that was a semblance. great job
3: by you. I did not think of that when we put this together today.
1: <laughs> well, once I saw that you had the the guess the line still was going to happen at 2, I didn't I didn't go beyond. I knew the scores were 230. I didn't need to see it to, to know that the scores were at 230, so I didn't even bother to go look because I don't want to see it. to be an
3: hour, kids. It's our Christmas gift to you. It is.
1: Our Christmas gift to you. Help you pay for those Christmas gifts, hopefully. That's the goal here, anyway. Uh, we did. I think we did a good job last week. I'll have to go tally that up right now. But Bo will be with us. We'll be back. Hour number two of Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
7: In from the Frozen Tundra Kids, second hour, Cleveland Browns Daily. Merely, Bo, the great Z. What a power hour this is. We've got guess the spreads, over unders and then the scores. It's all you'd ever want in life.
1: It's pure joy. It feels, feels very Christmas apropos gift. for Christmas. Yeah. for uh, This is an early Christmas gift for the people. And Gibbe, knowing Gibbe as well as I do, Bo, in the rundown, you'll see that it says guess the lines at two o'clock. So I got all yep. excited. And I knew right there, I said, I know it's coming at 2.30. I can't even scroll down anymore because, of course, he's going to put the spreads right into the same rundown on the same page that he has guest spreads. So, unfortunately,
7: (laughs) I was was
3: prepared for Gibby,
7: and I avoided it.
6: Some of us did
3: have to come into the office today. (laughs)
7: Gibby's brain is frozen like all of everyone's extremities. I mean, that's where we're at. Like, Buddy Garrity this morning, when I took him out at, at like, 6 a.m., was – Kind of up for it, and then he, he only went one, and I was looking for a number two, as that was the really the sweet spot I was hoping for. Yeah. was not crazy about it. The second time I went to take him out, like an hour later, my guy, one step right back in. I'm good, Dad. I'll see you on down the road.
1: Yeah. Asa went out, and she at first, once the kind of the garage went up, and all of a sudden the snow blows <laughs> in at her, and she's like, what is going on? I'm like, Nick, come on. You got to go. So she goes out there, and – she gave me one just like you. And I'm like, no, you got to go poopy. Like, you got go. to go. Sorry. I hate to say it, but you got to go. So she ran around the corner of the house. I'm yep. convinced she like fake squatted and ran right back in. It was like, I did it. See? <laughs> See, Dad? Uh, whatever. Counts. It counts.
3: My, How about uh, you, Gibby? How'd I was going to say, my, my little one was definitely having no part of it except she wanted to play in it. And then, like, In the backyard, all the way in the back, she starts lifting her paws like, ow, cold. And I'm like, I am not carrying you back. You are 60 pounds. (laughs) Oliver, meanwhile, is like, I I will hold it for two or three days. And the boy can hold it.
6: Yeah. And he's like, I'm
3: going once. Although he he did run out later on. I took him back out. He sprinted out he might have been on a dead run before he was finished with the number two running back and looking like he did when we got him 10 years ago. Like I'm like, where did that speed come from? And
7: they're in fur coats. They're in fur coats.
3: Yeah, yeah. some of those fur coats aren't, uh, aren't yeah.
7: great. This is not for the faint of heart, kids. Be safe out there, and we're having fun with pets, but my God, get yours in, obviously, and if you see – Uh, Stray Dogs, Cats, uh, Humane Society. Call those numbers um, and and look out for your fellow man and beast because it is absolutely biblical uh, out there with with what we're seeing today and and into tomorrow. Uh, I should remind you that OBM is the official printer partner. Your Cleveland Browns will depend on your Browns to win. You can depend on OBM. They'll tackle any size office. The number there, of course, is 216-485-2000 or visit ohiobusinessmachines.com. Well, I guess we should do it. Let's guess the lines, old friend. What say you? Let's do it.
1: I'm riding the heater. I'm out of my element. I don't have my pen in my paper. I'm going to have to just go off the top of my head. But my, I think my theories good. of late have been pretty good. Stay, stay on the important numbers. It's This has
7: been, it has been an incredible stretch for you. Um, I think you got it sorted. I, I, think, uh, I think that's where we are with this. We'll All see. right, so let's start. Um. Obviously, you nailed the one from, or no, we did not get the one from last night. No, time. big miss. We're 0-1. But the scores did treat you well. You're welcome. Yeah, of
1: course, obviously. Some guy on the thing was like, I missed the show. Uh, what did you guys pick? And I so I wrote Jets. Right. Huge. And then right. I put, like, the eye roll emoji. Right. And then I was like, that is the wink, wink Thursday night. Like, yep. as in not the Jets. So. That's right. Hopefully, so he got hopefully there. he.
7: Well, I mean, we only do Thursdays for our closest listeners, our best. That's friends. That's right. That's right. That's who get those. Um, all right, you ready for this? Yep. New Orleans at us. New Orleans at us. Ah, uh, that's got to be that's that feels Browns
1: minus three.
7: Nailed it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Some of the craziest over unders you'll ever see here. Um, Cincinnati at New England.
3: Cincinnati at New England. They're one of the six that are having mm-hmm. weather. This drama. feels Vegas.
1: This feels Vegas zone to me.
3: And if it sounds like I'm trying to throw girl for a loop, I am. <laughs> Maybe
1: Cincinnati <you> <laughs> minus five.
3: Oh, Cincinnati minus three.
7: What? Yep. Okay. Bills at Bears. Bills at Bears. In what is probably the coldest air temp of the of all. And we're brutal, Correct. but they're another level. Philly
1: was nine last week at Chicago. I feel like the Bills would have to be considered to be in the same vein. So I'm going to go nine. That gets me to ten or to eight. I'm going to go nine. Smart
7: job, private school. It was eight. Good job out of you. Good. That's a win okay. dog. Um, Houston at Tennessee. Houston Texans at Tennessee Titans.
1: Tennessee minus
7: four and a half.
3: No quarterback. Oh,
7: just missed yeah. it. Minus three. Ah. Tennessee minus three. Love to see
1: it. Did that change? Did that, I wonder if that changed with Tannehill? I
7: don't, I don't know. I just looked I'm at sure him yesterday it did. first. Yeah,
1: yeah. Dang it! I, um, I was that trying down. to help you
7: there. Seattle at Kansas City. Seattle. Kansas City City. minus nine. Got it. Kansas City minus 10. Okay. Good job of you. Giants at Vikings. Giants at Vikings. We're outdoors in Minnesota. It'll be minus 17 air temp, but indoors a balmy 70 degrees. Uh, By the way, their whiteout's a bunch of bull. That is a bunch of bullarchy. I saw that. I can't believe they teased that and then didn't deliver. Where's the white helmet? I don't know. They teased it. We saw it. And Where's then, the whited out numbers with just a purple outline? This is just their normal whites. It's just their normal white uniform. Like, I, at the very least, put a white face mask on the helmet, at the very least. like, No, you got to get a white helmet. Of course you would do is. the white helmet. I don't know why they didn't do it. I was
1: all excited about that. Now I'm not. Yeah. Um, well, now okay. it's just an anyway. away
7: uniform. So give me a break. It's nothing.
1: Minnesota at home against who? New York football Giants. And they don't like the Giants. Hate them.
7: Uh, Vikings minus five. Got it. Vikings minus four. What's his
3: record right now?
7: He's five and or four and three. Four and three. Okay. Detroit at Carolina. Detroit at Carolina. Detroit
1: minus two. Got it. Let's go. That was a big one.
7: Carolina minus – or I'm sorry, Detroit minus two and a half. That was a big one. Atlanta at Baltimore. Atlanta Falcons at Baltimore, gentlemen.
1: Desmond Ritter at Tyler Huntley. No. Man, I feel like it's weird. I I know I'm saying threes and sevens, but it feels like a lot of these are not quite a seven, but not a three. This feels like it's got to be higher than I think, though. Baltimore. If I go six, that gets me to seven still. Baltimore minus six.
7: Got it. Baltimore minus six and a half. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Washington at San Francisco, the Fighting Pedros.
3: Commies, Pedros. Commies
7: Niners. Pedro's.
3: Commies. Niners. Tease it. Niners
1: minus seven.
7: Nailed it. Niners minus six and a half. Dude, let's Philly go. Philly at Dallas. Philly with Gardner Minshew at Minshew. Dallas. Minshew. Minshew Mania. Dallas minus one and a half. Dallas minus four and a half. Excuse me? That's right.
1: I was thinking of still having Philly be favored.
7: Yeah. Vegas at Pittsburgh. Vegas at Pittsburgh.
3: That's a Christmas Eve night cold in oh. Pittsburgh. Biff. Oh. Do they get Not wind here water like water. we do? Give What's that? Do, do they get wind there like we do?
7: Oh, yeah. Do they? Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh minus two. Got it. Pittsburgh minus two and a half. Let's go. Green Bay at Miami. Green Bay is still hanging on for their playoff lives. Miami a losers
3: losers Day, the three only straight. game. The only game worth watching on Christmas Day. Miami yeah.
7: minus four.
3: Miami minus three and a half. Good job out of you.
7: Let's go. Denver at just Ram it. Ugh. So this is uh Brett Rippon, Baker Mayfield experience. No, Russ,
1: Russ, is, Russ is back.
7: Oh, Russ is back. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That Broncos country. Let's ride. I would Denver. have felt better with Brett Rippon, honestly. Denver minus three. Got it. Denver minus two and a half. Unbelievable. Nance and Romo
3: were making fun of that game last week, and they got to do that game.
7: Now (laughs) they're doing it. Bucks at Arizona. Rumors. Kingsbury, they might just say, that's enough, pal. We'll see on down the road. I like how Kingsbury already
1: has out there, like, I might just leave. Yeah. I might leave. Well, no, they're throwing you out.
7: Yeah. Well, get your money. You just signed a contract extension.
1: Arizona at Tampa?
7: No, Tampa at Arizona. Tampa.
1: Tampa Against Trace McSorley, Tom Brady against Trace McSorley. That's right. Tampa minus seven. Got it. Tampa what? minus seven and a half. I didn't think I was getting that. I thought I was
7: way too
3: high. Is this the best? Is this the best? This, one? this is
7: his. I mean, he's eleven and four. This is this would be the record if he twelve and four has never been done. Chargers at Indy. He's gotten progressively better every week.
3: Yeah, I know.
7: I do think it's all even. It uh, is it all of them are getting much more manageable, and I think the weather this weekend is keeping them all in a pretty decent zone. Tight zone, yeah.
1: Chargers at Indy, Nick Foles, Chargers minus three.
7: Chargers, you missed that one. Chargers minus four and a half.
1: Ooh, okay. Very happy. Very go. pleased.
7: Yep. Good job of you.
3: Yeah, but you didn't get to twelve.
7: An eleven and five mark. An eleven and five mark. It's incredible what's happened here for you in this. It truly yeah. is.
1: I've gotten a good feeling. I think it's like anything. The more reps you get, the better yeah. you get a yeah. sense of, of Vegas.
7: And it is. It's interesting how they view certain teams. Like Kansas City hasn't covered in like three out of four weeks, and they still throw a ten always spot 10. on them. It's always double digits. people love ma- betting Mahomes, man. Yep. It's the Mahomes flex of it all. It's got
1: to be. A, always double digits. The Giants, you have to add a few points to. Dallas, you got to add a few points on their side to them. Yep.
7: Um, yeah. yeah, interesting. No, I yeah. Felt, that
1: felt good. Felt good. Yeah, felt good, good job to you.
7: Good job to you. 11-4 uh, and four on, on that one. All right, coming up next, coming up a little later, we'll hit you with a, a wonderful pre-Christmas edition of the scores. You get a little preview. Those are your lines for that. You have that to look forward to, which is nice. Coming up next, over-unders where the Hoff has gained ground. That's coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 no. ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
7: And the Bath Authority can give you that bathroom of your dreams, my friends. They can do it for you in about a day. Take your current bathroom, very ordinary, about a day, custom situation, spa-like situation. That's what they can do for you. The Bath Authority makes it real. uh, at a fraction of the cost of competitors as well. They're Cleveland's premier bath and shower remodel. Experts and factory trained. The installers are ready to go. Very professional. You'll love them. Call now. 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower model. It's that easy at 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. Tell them that Bo sent you. It's where affordability meets quality. The largest selection of bath projects are all made in the United States. Change your bathroom in a day from outdated to outstanding. Think about this, especially where the temperatures are, they are where they are right now. Acrylic tubs that insulate and keep the heat in if you need a tub-to-shower conversion, they can do that for you. Superior products with expert installers at TheBathAuthority.com. All right, it is time for a little over and under your records last week, gentlemen. Give it up! One and four. Sad,
1: hate to see it. Oh, for no, an overall 30...
7: 30- <laughs> an overall 33. 30- giving head prosperity and then... Just a one in nine the last two weeks, it. You had all the momentum in the world. You were in first place. You were four games over 500 two weeks ago, had a two game lead in the scores, and then you went one in nine the last two weeks and are now four games under Sad. 500. Zagura last week was our record holder. We had never had anybody as much as five games over 500. Zagura got all the way to five games over 500 with a five and a week, backed that up with a one and four week. So he's.
3: Where's your Macho Man strut this week, Big Daddy? (laughs) The
7: curse of Mach. I'm still in
3: first place. What are you talking about?
7: Zagura is 36 and 34. The Hoff went 2 and 3, and he went. He is 34 and 36. I'm the only one over 500, Gibbe. Over unders have never been this hard for anybody. I'm above
1: you. You're below me.
7: (laughs) I believe that's what you said. I'm over you,
1: you're under me.
0: That's what I said. I'm over you, you you're under me.
3: Yes, you
7: did. And, well, then I think you followed up with it. It's going to be the night of your life. I'm pretty sure that was involved. <laughs> yeah, that's right. In the ran as well. You're I will. Right. I will acknowledge, gentlemen, that those of us here at Over Under Headquarters had no damn clue what to do with this.
1: <laughs> it had to be a real tough one.
7: Because I don't know what, I, I even looked back on like the 07 Bills-Browns game, but that game wasn't windy. It just snowed like crazy. The, it wasn't the, – there weren't the Browns- those gusts. The Raiders
1: from 2020 probably would be Yeah, close. I don't think there was much throwing in that one.
7: Yeah. So you – and then and then how much – I mean, the actual over-under for this game is 32 So, it's one of the lowest in the history of the league. So, this is, is. no one's expecting much for fireworks. So, with that being said, (laughs) up first, Zagura. Chubb plus Hunt, total yards. Total yards, Chubb plus Hunt, 105.5. Over, way
1: Over. Running backs, just running backs alone have more than 150 total yards in each of the last two games against this team in decent conditions, let alone when they're going to touch it a
7: 1,000 times. What about in Hoth? What what are their stats like in Hoth? Very good. They're like Tauntauns.
3: As I look look outside, I can't see the parking lot across the street. (laughs) Right.
7: (laughs) Tauntaun, man. The Tauntaun was – the guts came out. Luke had to live in it. He did, uh, but he did. Never. He lived in it Over. All the way.
3: Over. All right. Run <laughs> the damn ball.
7: I don't know what else you
3: can do, kids. Next. Over or By under. the way, I, I'm like, let's just do a nice two-minute, two-hour, 58-minute game. Running yeah. clock. Just run the ball. Let's get in. Let's get out. I got McDonald's waiting for me for Christmas Eve.
7: That's right. Well, so that gets us to our next one, Gibby, and this one is for you because I have a sneaking suspicion that that's what New Orleans is going to do. And so that brings us to Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill total yards accounted for from scrimmage, one hundred point five. Are you so you're counting his passing yards? Passing now? yards and rushing yards and receiving yards.
3: Under. I Under. still think that Dalton can make plays. And for I those don't. that don't think that he can't, remember that he play he has played us numerous times. In the bad criticism
7: weather. of him was always that when he was in his prime in Cincinnati was that when the wind blew in Cincinnati late in the year, he could not drive the ball through the wind. That was always the criticism of him in Cincinnati. I
1: just
3: feel I, – I, I will he be close? Yes, but he will not go.
1: Up. I'm going to go under as well because I don't think he's going to get a lot of passing yards, so he's only run for more than 100 once. He's not going to be a factor receiving really. He's only averaging about 20 yards passing a game anyway. Now, last week he would have gone over. Um, The team, though, the Saints are 3-0 this year when Taysom Hill has nine or more rushes. His best rushing game was back in week five when he went against the Seahawks. He ran for nine times for 112 yards, three touchdowns. He also threw a passing touchdown that week. He was quite incredible in that one. But I'm going to go under here. I think that he's going to get a lot of work, but I don't think it's going to be 100 yards worth of work. All right, very good.
3: Next! Over
7: or under. Deshaun Watson pass attempts. Zagura, Deshaun Watson pass attempts. 18.5. Under. Give it?
3: I want to go under, but every time we think that this is just going to be run, 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 in my head I go, eh, maybe we're gonna start throwing it a little bit as well. Over. <coughs> Right over for Gibbe, our first difference. Next!
7: Over or under. Saxon interceptions and fumbles. Saxon turnovers. The number this week, again, this is tricky, 3.5. Gibbe. Saxon turnovers,
3: 3.5. Miles is coming you, you off. literally of have not gotten wellness. this once,
7: I don't think, all year.
3: I, I think I have to go over. I, I think if we go over, we, we win handsomely.
1: I'm going to go under. I, I, and maybe I'm just overestimating this That's weather. But go ahead
3: and hate. It's fine.
1: I don't feel like there's going to be a ton of passing. So I think we could get two, three turnovers. But I just don't know how many opportunities there really will be for sacks.
3: What about fumbles? You yeah, need fumbles. four, sure, though. I
1: said three turnovers. Fumbles are turnovers.
3: Yeah, you need three of them. Well, sacks and turnovers. I know I'm sack. saying. I
1: don't know that there's going to be sacks.
3: Yeah. I think there will be. We'll see. Next. Over
7: or you. under.
3: It'll be fine. All
7: right. This one, because uh, I, I can't do even, uh, even numbers on over-unders. The actual over-under on this one is 32. Um, it is the lowest of the week. There are several in the 30s, but this one is indeed the lowest around the league. Uh, I went even lower. I went 31 and a half because I don't like round numbers. Zagura, 31 and a half, the over-under.
1: Uh, under, I think it's going to be hard to make field goals. I think it's going to be hard to score points. I'm going to go with the under. Give it? I'd rather go over, to be honest
7: with you. Could be staring down the barrel of an 18 to three. Yeah. Or a 14 to three.
3: Yeah, I think I, I I'm going to go under, but just barely. All right. All right. So
7: two difference. We'll get our uh, get our details to the Hoff. Um, I, I think it's this, I think, I don't know what the hell to expect, fellas. I mean, truly, I, I don't no. know. I don't know. It's if it's like it is today, if it's 80% of what it is today, I don't know how you could execute much of anything. It feels like you just run like read option left, read option, right with Deshaun. And that's the what it
1: feels like to me. I think he's going to, I think he's going to have his season high in, in rushing attempts And rushing yards, I think that yeah, it's I think you're gonna just try to, to grind this out, honestly.
7: Yeah. Like get a score and that's it and keep the clock moving. Be like little guy football. Clock running running clock, guys, running clock. Yeah. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. All right. There's nothing quite like tailgating touchdowns and twisted tea. It tastes just like real iced tea. And you know why? Because it is. It's made with real brewed tea. Cool, refreshing, and a 5% kick of alcohol. It's thirst down and gold twisted tea. Hard iced tea. Keep it twisted, kids. Coming up next, a little thing we like to refer to as the scores. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Bally Bat, Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
7: When you're on the injured list, get a little help getting back in the game. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk's a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Time for a little segment. We like to call attention to the scores, and we're sponsored by our great friends at Buffalo Wild Wings. What a perfect occasion to visit your by, local by, Buffalo v, Wild yes. Wings. It's hey, glorious. Buffalo
3: Wild Wings. They did a little food drop. Sorry y'all missed it. Oh, give it. God. Give Good it. Good news. The, the, the video guys got food at least. Oh, so, big Drew. God bless him. Yeah. Everybody him. got food, which was uh, a huge plus. Uh, yeah, Connor and I got the K, the, all of them. More importantly, I got the talking point. Score free appetizer with $20 or more purchase oh. when the Browns get two or more sacks in a game during the Browns' 2022 regular season. Offer available one hour after each qualifying game through one day after each qualifying game at participating Northeast Ohio locations. Shout out to B-Dubs. They are taking care of us for every Friday for the rest of the season.
7: Good job out of them. Very good.
3: All right, Z, where were we
7: last week, buddy? How would we do?
1: Well, we bounced back like only we know how to. You can't keep a good man down after our struggles, our well-documented struggles in week 14 last week. Bo roars back. 10 and 6. Let's Z, go. Better. 9 and 7. We are both now 35 games over 500, both of us, for a combined 70 on the season. You're welcome.
7: I enjoy the Christmas we provided for the family.
1: All the presents under the tree. You're welcome. And I can't even partake in this. The presents? No, I'm saying in, the, in, in being able to... I'll, oh, I've I'll, partaken in the presence. Look at the trees already ready to go here.
7: Oh, you're locked in. Let's see. It's a festive, it's Festivus for the rest of us. God, there look we at go. you. We're wrapped and ready over there. Wrapped and ready, baby. Good job. Um,
1: yeah, but I'm saying because as an NFL employee, we cannot, yeah. we cannot partake in in I, this. Is I can't actually profit off of our great insights. Well, guess who will
7: starting in eight days? You. <laughs> that's a great evil laugh (laughs) oh boy what a crazy week man these scores the scores are nuts I don't this is a weird one to look at Gibby it really is it is
3: it is week 16 in the National Football League and we get right down to it Baltimore I'm assuming Baltimore is going to get this weather too is Baltimore part of this whole other system yeah they got it the yep. Ratbirds, uh, no Lamar Jackson for the third consecutive week. By the way, this is, seems to be a pattern here where he doesn't play in November and December. Um,
7: Do you, you see the Lock and Fora report, by the way, in the Washington no. Post? That headed toward trade. That it's so really? acrimonious between them and him that it w- that the odds of him being traded are very likely. Jets. That could just be leaked. Send him to but, the Jets. No, yeah,
6: any, send well, him to well, the, just, the just, NFC.
1: Yeah, send him to the well, NFC. Oh, fine, but the Jets fans were so mean to Zach White Wilson last night. It was unbelievable to watch that.
7: What, I mean, you he, was saw, he was terrible. He's terrible. It, he's done, though. I mean, he's cooked. Cooked. Cooked Goose, baby. They've cooked. wrecked two of them. Think of that. Darnold and him. What, fourth and second overall?
1: Yeah. Wasn't Darnold
7: I, second? Was Darnold second, or was he Was he second? Maybe yeah. he was. maybe they were both second yeah, overall because we Baker, had first and fourth. Two. Oh, that's right. We were one and four. That's right. So he went. He went two. Jeez, back second overall. By the way, like who? How in the hell did anybody remember how stupefied we were by Zach Wilson? Like it was like you couldn't even. And I remember saying this on our show. You couldn't even. De- Are we sure we can't debate that he's the second best quarterback? We can't have a conversation around it. Gibbs is Gibbs's
1: boy. Chris Sims. Said yeah. he was not the second best quarterback, that he was the best quarterback in that draft class, better, better than Trevor Lawrence.
7: Sims has a history of that, Gibby's boy, of saying those things at the combine and then holding firm with them stubbornly. And they are, it's not aging well, brother, for him with this stuff.
3: No. Meanwhile, I'm fairly confident you had this from day one.
7: Yeah. Dude, I mean you, Lawrence you. was the guy, but Fields was should have been second.
3: That's why we were we,
1: I remember we were like, why is it just a foregone conclusion yes. that this guy's going number two? It's not like this was, you know, luck and RG three where no. there was a debate on who could go one. It was like this guy's one, but I don't understand why this guy's number two. Who's beyond
7: reproach? We didn't even have reproach. a conversation.
1: They had made oh, up he's their minds.
7: Two. Wait, why? What what because of a combine throw? By the way, Lock Crazy. and Four also made it sound like that.
1: The, the Jets aren't happy with Sala.
7: That seems crazy to me. It seems
1: insane to me. Which also, you missed yesterday a great CBD moment to then continued on the coaches' show. It is Gerard Cherry's belief. This is his belief. I'm not okay. even gonna. And it, if I'm leading or exaggerating, give a correct me. But it is Gerard okay. Cherry's belief that Robert Sala, at the behest of the Jets. Fabricated the entire Mike White injury that Mike White is capable of playing, and this was done so that they could reinstate Zach Wilson, which I pushed back on considerably and and said that, you know, we're making up now injuries, and he's gone to 10 doctors who didn't clear him, and this is, what are we saying, medical malpractice, and and that they want, I don't think anybody there Gerard's wants Zach Wilson to play.
3: response was, if he wants to play, he can play.
7: That's what Gerard said. If he, oh, if who wants to play that? Mike, Mike White. White didn't if Mike wanted White to play? wanted to play, he'd be playing.
3: Wanted to play, he'd be playing.
7: Oh, no, I don't, I can't buy that. So he thinks it's Mike White's decision to not play? Mike White can play himself into being in the starting He thinks conspiracy. it's Sala's decision. Yeah. This was
1: a done to get Zach Wilson <laughs> back in.
3: Yep. Oh. By telling the rest of the team okay, that, but hey, it, he's hurt. You got to go back to this guy and you got to support him. In light of
7: the Brian Flores stuff, that doesn't seem like something that we would be doing. No. The guy went no. to 10 doctors, independent doctors, not yeah. just
1: team doctors. and none I mean, of they're them. they're in the clear playoff
7: him. hunt, man.
1: Like, and they're better with him. Like, Sala wants yeah. to go. That's why I said Gerard. i go I'm trying try. to win. Sala wants to go to the playoffs. This isn't Bill Belichick. He's not an established coach who can play yeah. around. This is a guy trying to make his first playoff appearance as a head coach in the NFL. Like, he's not going to go put in somebody who's worse just because that's who got
7: drafted. Yeah. Gerard's a good man and thorough, but I, I'm not with Did him. Did we on that do
3: one. that in the past?
7: Do what? Do what?
3: <laughs> John Paul football?
7: You guys can walk out on that plank on your own if you'd like. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, staying here, nice and cozy. I don't believe I'm not saying any of that.
3: Falcons at Ravens. <laughs> uh, Zagura. You're up Somebody's
1: gonna smack Greg Roman upside his head and say, listen, Greg. Do you see how well we're running the ball? Yeah. Let's just keep doing that as opposed to throwing it all the time. I think they're good enough. I, I watched, obviously, getting ready for this one. The Saints played Atlanta last week. Ritter showed some good things, but that's a team that really can only compete if they are able to run the ball, and they've done it well, but that Baltimore defense is very difficult to run on. I think the, the Ravens will
7: have enough here. Ten to three. Uh, same but different. I like Baltimore ten to six. Oh, baby, ten to six.
3: Up next, guys, we uh, go to more cold weather action. Buffalo on the road this week. Instead of playing at home in Buffalo, they will be going to the Monsters of the Midway and boy, the Storm of the Midway. Chicago playing host to Buffalo. Bo Bishop.
7: Yeah, I, I think what now. This this could be recency bias because I was I've been out with Buddy Garrity like six times today. And so it's possible that I'm overestimating all of this. I just don't think there's going to be a lot of offensive football in any of these games. And I do think Buffalo will go there to win, but I'm sure Justin Fields can run around a little bit and make a couple of plays. He's tough to tackle in space. Um, so I like, I like Buffalo winning the game like 13 to seven.
1: Same, exactly the same. I was going to say eight to two.
7: Yeah. I think it's, I don't know. I this could all be recency bias having been out in it a lot today, but it's, and it's colder there and windier there. Yeah.
3: Oof. Up next, the Cincinnati Bengals in control of their own destiny here in the AFC North. And maybe with a little bit more to play for as well here with plenty of games still to be played. Including a big one against Buffalo a week from now. But first, a trip to Foxborough and Bill Belichick. Bengals, Patriots, Zagura.
1: I think the Patriots stink.
3: Mm, I think That's that loss was
1: horrific, and I think the Bengals are going to destroy them. Bengals 75, Patriots negative four.
3: <laughs> Don't forget the bad weather, kids.
7: I'm with I'm with Z on this one. Bad weather be damned. Um, I've been rolling with the Bengals for a while. They've been taking care of me. I, I think they continue to do so. I think the, the Patriots are just – I mean, can you imagine them coming back after what happened in Vegas? I can't. Oh, can. my God. I like Bengals, 17, Patriots minus two. Yes.
3: To the NFC we go. The Detroit Lions making a playoff push. They've won three in a row. They are 7-7 seven and seven on the year. They are on the road in Carolina to battle the 5-9 and nine Carolina Panthers, who are still alive for the playoffs. Just one game back of Tampa Bay in the NFC South. Bishop.
7: Yeah, I'm I'm not going against Danny Campbell. I, there's just no way I can do it. I, I the weather should be fine down there. I the I think they could continue to get Jamison Williams going. I like Detroit huge in this one. Uh thirty one seventeen.
1: Same man. I like this Lions team, man. Jared Goff is as good as it gets right now, man. I, I love is. it. And they're not getting they're not getting uh Jameson really involved as much as I'd like. I'd like him to play a lot more, man.
3: <laughs> NFC matchup now. Minnesota is at I'm sorry I jumped ahead Houston Tennessee the Titans uh, struggling to say the least they've lost four in a row they are seven and seven on the year they welcome in the one 12 and one Houston Texans losers of nine in a row Zegura
1: the Texans have fought so hard and they just have come up short, and I think at some point it just breaks your spirit what's happened Dallas and Kansas City in recent weeks. Tennessee has a chance, and that chance rests solely on their ability to turn around and hand the ball to Derrick Henry and throw the ball to Derrick Henry 40 times a game, yep. and I think that's what they're going to do. I think they realize their only chance of winning is Derrick Henry. I think he's going to touch it 100 times in this game. I think he does enough. Derek Henry scores two touchdowns, runs for 200 yards. They win 14 to zero.
7: I'm in a similar vein. I, I think they could also get Malik Willis running a little bit on some on some read action, some RPO game, maybe some uh, some of that type of stuff, some some rollout runs. I, I like I like Tennessee in a similar fashion as you. I I, th- I think it's I think it's too much for Houston to overcome. 17 zip Tennessee.
3: All right, now on to Minnesota, the Vikings, fresh off of that record comeback against the Colts last Saturday. Vikings playing host to a desperate New York Giant football team, struggling to stay in front of the uh, the emerging pack, fighting for the NFC Wild Card. God, struggling that? Uh, How many football? games
1: ahead of them are they?
3: They're eight, five, Thank and they. one.
1: No,
7: Awful you're t- oh, the t- Giants, Giants. Oh, you're yeah, saying the Giants? Giants the Giants, Giants, Giants struggling? Giants. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, Giants yeah, had yeah, a Giants. big win last week, though, over Not Washington. the Vikings over, over the commies. Although, they beat the commies.
3: Although I will tell you this, uh, I will. Make that prediction now. The Vikings will lose in the wild card round. I don't think they're. Great. We'll see who's in it. See who they play. Yeah, see call who they it play. now. This could be a preview of it. Quite honestly, Fuck it. I mean, it's
7: it's very much in play. Um, uh, Bishop, I, I you're up here. I like I like Minnesota. I think they they come back and and get things organized a little bit. I don't think they run away with it, but I could see them winning 27-21. Buddy Garrity, who's at the back door?
2: It's oh, Danny Dimes. It. No
7: one. It's Bootsy. Dan. And he's wearing a Dan Dives jersey. Good God, Bootsy, get Danny your skin covered, Bootsy. Oh
1: baby, I think that's what it is. Vikings win, but a little bit of a letdown. No white helmet, no cover. Sorry Sad. about that. Vikings Sad. thirty-one, Giants
7: g twenty-eight. It can't be a whiteout if you're just wearing your away uniform. Agreed. No. It's it, it's insane. Not a
3: All right. Next, Kansas City, the Chiefs, 11-3, trying to maintain pace with Buffalo, hopefully for a Buffalo slip-up. Chiefs playing host to a desperate Seattle Seahawks team, 7-7 seven and seven on the year. Uh, Zagura, I believe this one's you.
1: I mean, at some point, the Chiefs are going to cover one of these, aren't they?
7: They last did in Week 11. In Week 11, they were uh yeah, it's not um, too long ago four weeks in, in, a, in a row they have not point haven't. favorite over the rams and covered um they did not cover two against cincinnati they did not there was a big one uh the next week where are they in here they didn't cover they didn't the texans last week did not cover the texans uh did not cover the broncos remember they were yeah the broncos nothing. and
1: they were up 27 nothing and didn't cover no Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett would make me feel a lot better, but Kenneth Walker's back. I think the Chiefs are due to just smush somebody, but I don't
7: know if it happens this week. Chiefs eighty, Seahawks seventy-three. I I was with. I'm with you all up until I don't. I'm with you. I have the same mentality. Like at some point they go um, and they bury somebody, and I think maybe a bit of a wake-up call last week in Houston. Uh, I like Kansas City thirty-five seventeen. I don't know. You what know what? The Fine. I'm in. That- that front'll be
3: long past, so I don't know what that becomes, but it'll be cold, but it shouldn't be like yeah. this. Shouldn't be the, the Arctic.
1: It is yeah. howling outside my door right now. I mean like trees it's are fact spraying. That we
3: have gone an hour and forty five minutes and no one no one has lost power is cruising stunning revelation. Uh up next, guys. Uh here we go. Pedros, commies. 49ers at home, 6-1 and one on the year. This is a very big one for the commies. Zagura, we go back to you to start this off.
0: Nerd.
1: Listen, I don't know that. How do you go against Kyle right now? He's red hot. I did see some videos from Washington where they told their guys how they made the Pro Bowl and they had an undrafted free agent yeah. who's actually Simsay? Simzee. That's Simsay's guy.
7: Oh, really? Jerry really? like to the like,
1: stars. Those videos were so cool. Like, the punter was so excited that he made it. McLaurin was so excited. Everybody's crying. That's emotion. They love Ron Rivera, too. I felt like I really felt that was palpable. Mm -hmm. Niners go out there. They take care of business easy. Nate, an early Christmas gift from Kyle and the boys. Niners, 24.
7: Washington, 18. Oh, but not exactly the gift oh. that you were hoping for. No, I think it's the full gift. I think it's the full money. San Francisco, 27, Washington, 14. Oh, baby. Ooh, how is My dad's going to be texting Pedro me. Feeling, Why are they
1: giving way? it to McCaffrey again? Stop giving it to McCaffrey. can't believe Dad, that guy didn't
7: make the Pro Bowl. Really? He's
1: unbelievable. It's, well, it's probably because of the trade. It's craziness.
3: It's ridiculous. How's Pedro feeling? He's, stay-
7: he's still in the NFC.
1: I agree. How's Pedro? He's great.
3: Everything's good? We're,
1: we're back thriving. to normal? Yeah,
3: he's thriving. All right. To the NFC East we go. It is Gardner Minshew QB1 for the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles on the road, 7-0 and on the road. The only unbeaten team on the road, and they are in big D to battle the Cowboys, 10-4 and on the season. Bishop. Minshew
7: gave an emotional speech at the funeral of his, uh, of his college coach, the great Mike Leach. Minshew plays well. Philly wins outright, 31-24. Couldn't agree more. I remember when we were
1: uh, had the Eagles here in the preseason and we were going through Minshew's stats. I'm like, how is this guy not starting somewhere?
7: Yeah, he's good. He's
1: quite capable. They are quite talented. They are going to beat the Cowboys.
7: Yep.
3: All right. Uh, this next one has gone from a celebration to a more of a celebration oh, of life as the Pittsburgh Sad. Steelers – so Welcome sad. in the Las Vegas Raiders on Christmas Eve. Uh, Zagura, what say you?
1: The Raiders should win this game easily, right? I mean, they're supremely the talented team here. But Franco, the power of that, it's going to be palpable. The Steelers win 21
7: to 20. The Steelers win 3 nothing.
3: That is also a distinct possibility based on the weather. <laughs> 3 nothing. 3 <laughs> The Christmas mil. day we go. Packers. Dolphins, Packers a must-win situation for the 6 and 8 Green Bay Packers in South Beach for Christmas. Dolphins are 8 and 6. They've lost 3 in a row. Must win all the way around, Bishop. Yeah,
7: I, I- I just Rogers got to got to roll a little bit, a little bit of belief there in Green Bay. I, I like him going down there and actually getting a win in this one. I think it'll be a good game. I look forward to this one. Green Bay twenty. I'm going to go Green Bay twenty-one, Miami eighteen. Same. Yeah. Middle. is out of his system. It's out. Yeah. He's thriving again.
1: He's doing a lot of, of hand day, signals. I though. give
3: you the dog game <laughs> of the week, and it's on Christmas. Denver <clears throat> four and ten. Visiting the four and ten Los Angeles Rams. Ugh versus Ugh. Aaron Donald probably out for the rest of the year, by the way. Yeah, he's done. Uh Bishop? Denver six, Rams two.
1: Denver six, Rams negative a million.
3: <laughs>
7: right. Did you see our
1: boy against Green Bay? Yeah. He almost threw like a thousand picks in that game. Mm-hmm. Yep. They didn't catch all of them. They caught one. Then they try to do a lateral. Like everybody's lateral crazy right now. But yeah, they, yeah, no. And Denver's defense is quite good.
7: Denver defense is
3: good. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they're still not great. Uh, Tampa Bay visiting Arizona Sunday night foosball. You gonna wait up all night for that? Maybe nope. we don't have to work on Monday. How is this
7: the Christmas game? They booked these. They couldn't flex any of these. They've it's been Tom stuck Brady. since in it's July. Tom Brady, Brady against Brady Kyler. Everything. Yeah. Brady against Kyler, Russ against Stafford. None of it happened. It's outrageous. None of it. Look, How about I can't the give fact d- d- I'm not giving Tampa away seven going. and a half on anything. I mean, I there's just I don't think I think they're terrible. I think they win thirteen to six, but I don't think they're running away from anybody. And I think Arizona's terrible too.
1: I'm with you. I couldn't they agree anymore. Yep. Arizona's dreadful though. They scare like they I feel like they have a total Trace McSorley is playing quarterback. They have a yeah. total just lay and egg capability here. Uh but I'm with you. I think that I think they'll stay within that twenty to thirteen bucks.
6: All right.
7: Very good. We will do our game coming up next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet coming soon to Ohio.
7: Yeah, gonna be a fun one. Good luck on the broadcast, Kay. gentlemen. Uh no Cleveland Browns Daily we on Monday, so we will be back Tuesday. Have yep. a Merry Christmas out there, everybody. Yes. Go is the next level is coming up next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on ESPN Cleveland.
0: You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland.